This is a Podfire production. Welcome to the Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs podcast, where every fortnight, your hosts, Adam Shepard and Natasha Price, take a long, hard look at the world through the eyes of two people who believe in grabbing life by the balls and squeezing tighter than Borat in a mankini. The good, the bad, the often cringeworthy, but most importantly, the hilarity that can and often does ensue. If you're looking for fluffy sunshine and rainbows, My Little Pony meets Care Bears type of purity, you've probably come to the wrong place. If you're after good conversation, warped humour, quick wit, a touch of sarcasm, two proud people with disabilities with the no holes barred, leave no stump unturned outlook on life, welcome home. All right. How are we doing? Hey, we're good. I'm good. Are you good? I'm a, p- a bit of a mess. <laughs> You're a bit of a mess? Why? What's uh, wrong? Look, let, let, let's introduce our, our guest and then I'll tell you. Yeah, absolutely. So in mm. studio today, we have got a guest co-host with us, a little bit like we did last week. Hi, JC. G'day, Pommy. How you doing? Good, Chip. Can we see him under, over the top of the table? You're a short <laughs> I feel like Dickie Knee. Don't you talk. <laughs> you kind of sound a bit like him too, I've got to be honest. Mr. Savage, Mr. Savage. Were, were, you, were you Dickie Knee? Mate, I would love to have been Dickie Knee, but I don't know if the pole would have fitted up my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. So we've, JC is a fellow cripple. He, um, I, I affectionately know him as Bob. He, <laughs> he has. Actually, that's he, why she calls me Crouton. I know, crouton. right? <laughs> <laughs> he also has no legs. So today we are the three Crips, one pair of legs we, show, apparently. One pair of legs between the three of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, we will. Hey, can I just ask? Have you ever been in a room with two half of bodies before, Pommy? No, this is a first for this me. Is a first. Yeah, absolutely. Poor Ruby was shit in her pants too. By the way. <laughs> yeah, I bet she, <laughs> she was. Didn't know what to do. <laughs> Poor bugger. Uh, <laughs> didn't know where to look. <laughs> so we will introduce um, mm. JC properly later for the water cooler, but we're going to have yep. him joining in with some of our other sex segment segments today. Guess so exactly right. Who freaking who? So uh, don't hold back, JC. Say whatever the fuck you want, mate. Yep. Yes, man. <laughs> How's your week been? Yeah, good. Yep. Uh, well, I've been putting up with you all week, so maybe not. I ask you good. this every week. I know we are because you've been with me. Exactly, so, yeah, yeah. we we do know this. Yeah. How are you? I'm a little bit fucked up. <laughs> yes, well, I mean, yes. We, we, knew we I'm know a this. Bit up, Everybody I, knows I this. Look at your head, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, I know. So, so for those of you that follow me on Facebook, you'll you'll have known that I uh, did well. It wasn't a full night. A few hours in my son's fire truck bed. I did uh, hear about this. Yeah, and what the fire truck. Uh, yeah. What's that? What the fire truck. What the yeah, fire truck. what the fire truck. Oh, uh, <laughs> look, you know, as a dad, you know, Mr. Six, he's now six. He was six Jesus. last week. Jesus. Last week? Yeah, last week. Go, bro? Oh, I know. He comes, he's like, Dad, will you sleep next to me? I'm like, yeah, dude, you know, with all intention of, you know, getting up and, you know, moving. And uh, anyway, I climbed in and holy shit, this thing is uncomfortable. Like, and then I've got, <laughs> and then, you know, I've got Mr. Six who's longer than I am, obviously. And, uh, you know, I've got feet in my face and bloody... You oh. haven't had that for a while. Yeah, <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so consequently, my back is pretzeled at the moment. Oh, here I'm we go. Get the fucking violins oh, out. Oh, fuck, I'll tell it's you It's all what. about being a parent, mate. I know, I know. Well, I know. I, and I wouldn't have given it up for the world, but I, I am... Wait till you got you put your hand in a toilet bowl full of piss to pull out a set of keys. You done that yet? I have not, no. no. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Wait till, <laughs> wait till you catch your kids vomiting your hands <laughs> and we have no legs and we can't move. Oh, I, I remind Fletch daily, the second day he was alive, I've got him on the end of my wife's hospital bed changing his nappy and no shit. 
no shit. No, 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 there, there was, was no shit, shit was but there was definitely pee. piss. <laughs> straight up and into my lap. A fair fountain. I'm like day two, and he had really good aim already. Well, mate, that's like our friendship. It's like yeah. wetting your pants. This is a good, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. that's how I see our friendship. It's like wetting your pants. Oh, really? Everybody can see it, and only I can feel the warmth. No. Oh, Jesus. Hey. Oh, Brothers Jesus. for life. <laughs> How's your week been? Mate, been my week has uh, has been pretty good actually. I've yeah, started yeah. a a lifestyle change and and on a health kick. Go and you! Look, I'm gonna be brutally honest with you guys. I got on the scales mm. um, on the second of January. Yep. And half a body tipped the scales at eighty three point six kilos. Yeah, yeah. Scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been that heavy yeah. for twenty five years yeah, when okay. I first got sick. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. And uh in fact I was a little bit heavier than that. And that put my ass in the gear mm-hmm. to do something about it. Because yeah, awesome. You know, as especially the pair of you know, yep. that our arms, our shoulders, our elbows, our wrists, yep. they're not load bearing joints. Definitely they're not. They're not built for that. No, you know, exactly. and and I'm really noticing, especially over the last probably three, four, six months, mm. that the toll that it's taking on my body. Yeah. Carrying around all these extra fucking bags of potatoes. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, and I've got bigger titties than my wife. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why you're looking at me funny, <laughs> It's It's the bigger cup size. You Keep know, your hands doing to it yourself, me. young lady. That's all I need to say. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, I'm jealous, very should, jealous. Should I, should I move over? So, oh, you stay God. right there. Yeah. But uh, well, mate, that is, that's good to hear. I mean, you know, we all know, uh, you know, you know that I've had. My fear of um, health shit going on. Absolutely. And, um, you know, health yep. is, is number one for, well, num- health should be number one for everyone. Unfortunately, yeah. w- we live in a society where a lot of the time it's almost, it's a lot of, thankfully for a lot of people, it's not too late, but yep. they get pretty bloody close to being it, it yeah. being too late and, and it's before they get the kick up the ass they need. And yeah. it always takes something drastic yep. before people realise. Yeah. No, whether they have a heart attack or they have a fucking stroke or mm. someone very close to them dies, yeah. shit, I need to get my act in the gear. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's 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 adversity that makes you take action because yeah. until that point, you take life for granted. Oh, I don't know how you're talking about that. You've never had adversity in your life, no, Tommy. N- no, never, <laughs> never. My life's easy as shit. Of course it is. <laughs> have you have you? So do you get you know cholesterol and and all that sort of shit checked? For the first time in my life, I'm on cholesterol tablets now. Yeah. Okay. For the first oh, wow. time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've I've inherited blood pressure from my old man. Yep, it's mm-hmm. not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I take a pill every couple of days for that. Yep. Uh, and of course, you know, with the wear and tear of my body over the last fifty three years, mm. now where you've mostly used your wheelchair. Yeah. Right. I I was I got you out used of my skateboard. chair. Well, I got out of my chair when I was fourteen. Yeah. Onto a skateboard, and and a lot of that time yeah. I was even on my arms. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. all that weight and that load bearing foot. 50, well, let's say 52 years. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's starting to take its toll on the joints, the 100%. elbows. Yeah. You know, my left elbow is absolutely screwed. It looks mm-hmm. like a bloody dog leg. Mm-hmm. It's all just bent so bad. I've broken it three times. Jesus, yeah. Complete immobilisation. Yeah. And, and you're, we're all a little bit screwed if we stuff up our arms, aren't we? We yeah. break our arms, mate. We're, uh, we've got to get our wives <laughs> to wipe our arms. Uh, this is true. <laughs> and yeah. my wife did that once and she used sandpaper and fucked that. I'm not going to do You know, I'm a bit freaky but not quite into it that much. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Thank God you're not married to us then. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Shall we get into this? Yes, we should. Oh, Let's do it. Oh, I'm going to hit the button. And once again, hopefully get it right. And once again, thank you, Ruby, for labeling the button so I don't fuck it up. 
You're going to take point on this one, Tash, I am. I am. I think you've got a bugbear with this one. Oh, God, I really do. It's something that's completely doing my head in at Share the moment. And, I, and I'm wondering if you two have this, this problem too. Instagram. At the moment, I am constantly getting tagged in stories and posts by people trying to sell me shit. I get at least 10, 15 a day mm. from, mostly from um, the clothing company Sheen. Um, it's like... I have even, I think I've... Like, yeah. fuck me dead. And and it's, it's just constant, constant barrage of people saying, be an ambassador or can I sell you this or you've won a competition? I'm like, well, fuck off. It's bullshit to start with. It's complete bullshit. It's just people trying to scam you. But does anybody else get these constant, constant, constant tags and constant stories that are then affiliated with your account of people trying to sell shit? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We should preface this. We should actually let you know because you're kind of new to hanging out with us doing this. But social media takedown, which is this segment, is just all about us giving shit to something that's happened on social media. Well, I get those tags all the time, Tash. All the time. I mean, Mm. I've got, I think, over 600,000 followers on my Insta. Yeah, so I bet you get a lot. I get so many. But every time one comes in, which is... And many a day, yeah. I block them yep, straight me up. Too. Yeah, me too. Block and delete, block and delete, yeah. block and delete. That's yeah. all you can do. And for the first time, I had someone actually um, make a fake account. I think it was last week or the week before in my name. In your oh, name. Yeah. Oh, so that's, that's interesting. That. I've had that happen to me on TikTok, but yep. not on any of the other channels yet. But yep. my God, they go they go to a lot of lengths to try and make the accounts look like they you. they got my hey. photos. I mean, they're easy yeah. photos of the internet. You yeah. Know, yeah. It's very easy yeah, to yeah. do that. But the big thing is the blue tick. If it doesn't have the blue tick, then you know thing. exactly. So right. I'm lucky, I'm fortunate enough to have the blue tick. Yeah, <laughs> I want a blue tick. Yeah, I know. For some reason, we cool can't enough. get it. No, no we can't I'll get it. Give you a big fist, but not a blue tick. <laughs> 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 oh Jesus, it's getting very, very <laughs> worrying in here. Oh, now. <laughs> I'm getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, oh, surely there's some way of stopping this from happening all the time. It's so frustrating when you're trying to stay on top of your account for you know business purposes. Purposes, yeah. to just have to constantly flick through, Fish delete through things, and yeah, exactly. Do people actually think it works though? Uh, like that's that's what does my head in. Surely none of this works for any of them. No. The, the problem is, so. for us it won't work, right? Because we've got our smarts about it. Yeah. But well, some of us one do. Or two <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> 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 but for the one or two people that aren't, including quite that well, mm. they're the ones that are going to get taken advantage of. Yeah, and, that's, and that makes me really sad because, you know, it's generally the people that don't understand these things, that don't have the training and, and, and haven't spent time getting to know how it all works that actually yeah. really get taken advantage of and yeah. taken for a ride. And yeah. you hear all sorts of terrible stories. I mean, you know, a lot of this stuff is just, you know, small shit that, that probably isn't going to do too much damage, but you hear of people getting taken for all sorts of rides on so- oh, social media, you know, yeah. l- losing hundreds of thousands of dollars because some, you know, Nairobian prince has come <laughs> along and, you know, offered uh, offered somebody an absolute shit ton of money and they've they've believed it and, yeah. and handed handed over money for their bullshit stories and it's just awful. Where are you getting most of yours from? Most of my mm. money. Yeah. <laughs> Most of your... <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> yeah, you spam. My spam. Um, 
all over the place, actually. Now, 50 years ago, spam was a different thing. Yeah, it, I know. It was. I know. in Woolworths yep. and, and eat it. <laughs> you know, ugh, I hated it. Oh, but really? Ugh. Spam sandwiches. Spam fritters. Yuck. Well, you're oh, a palm I'm a palm, yeah. They eat weird shit. We do. So where do you get most of that crap coming from? Um, it's one particular site, or is it many? No, no, many sites. To be mm-hmm. honest, it seems I get to be a lot of individuals. Yeah, and yeah. they're they're usually affiliated, like lots of individuals absolutely. affiliated to one brand. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. yeah. Absolutely. And my, mine generally come from Middle East, yep. yeah, or the subcontinent. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, there aren't too many from anywhere else. It's yeah, mostly this is true. The, the Middle East subcontinent. So. Yeah, I don't get them at all because I'm not that <laughs> fucking popular. Because you're a wank, <laughs> pretty much. Well, oh, we don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, do we need no, to increase or maybe, these for maybe. you? Maybe can you bring him a tissue? <laughs> <laughs> He's having a cry. Or, or maybe it's just that they know that I wouldn't fall for that shit. No, no, you're, you're just not as popular so as us. It kind of it it is though. Like it's a you know you people on social media and they know that they've got a an audience there that and you know somebody it's like fishing you know yeah. <laughs> well, it is fishing in, in a way well, yeah, that's exactly what it is somebody's gonna somebody's You're gonna someone's gonna bite, bite. yeah, yeah. and there are those people that do yeah, yeah. those little naive brims and flathead that yeah. bloody find that big hook and think it's really juicy on there and they jump on board and fall yeah. for it yeah poor buggers yeah, yeah not good not good at all all right hey are, are we actually do we have a solution for this though is the thing Get off social media. No, <laughs> yeah. no, don't no, do that. no, 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 no don't, don't do that. No, no, we can't. can't <laughs> we do can't. That. Don't, don't want to affect our engagement. <laughs> no, no. It, it is. Uh, it's funny, you know. We are in a world now where everyone, even if, like, even if you're not into the whole social media thing, people are so reliant on it to run, uh, run business. Yeah. Um. It doesn't. You know. It doesn't matter if you you sell coffins for a living. You know, caskets or whatever. Yeah. You know, You've got to have a social media presence, well, you know. Have you noticed that there's no more yellow pages? Mm. Yeah, this is true. You know what I mean? And yeah. you know what? Let's look at that for a minute, right? Everybody, you know, you have all your details and all that online. Yeah. We used to do that 30 years ago in a book. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We used to have your address, your mm-hmm. phone number and yeah. everything else was in a book and went out to everybody's house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and now on, it's online. Now it's online. I, I know a guy that uh, who still gets them and he shoves them in a backpack. <laughs> He he uses them ex- as exercise, and he throws them in a backpack, and that's his weight. Hey, it's it's wow. cheaper cheaper than buying <laughs> weights, that's Trying for sure. Cheaper than buying a weight. Oh, my, right. my when I first started driving, um, my old man taped three Sydney yellow pages together, mm. and that was my cushion to see over the dash. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that was my very first. Cushion. I love that. Yeah, every, <laughs> so it was A to K, L to Z, then L hey. to Z again. Hey, wow. my yeah. Hey. And look. the old duct tape, mate. <laughs> hey, hey, lots of uses for that. Oh, yes. Uh, hang on. <laughs> you need some now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, some ingenuity going on there. <laughs> We're only going to use it on you, so that's oh, okay. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, all right. Well, I suppose we better get on to the next Yeah, cool. segment. Do it, yeah. do it, do it. The Water Cooler. This is where you come in, JC. Yeah, absolutely. Shit, I thought I was already in. This, well, you are. You are. So th- this is our interview segment where we get to basically a- ask you questions Very and good. annoy the shit out of. Well, no, we, well, I, I annoy the shit out of you anyway. 
Of course you do. And I don't mind. Yeah, that's what we and do. What brothers do. I'm, I'm exactly. going to actually, I'm going to do a proper introduction oh, for please you. please do. Young John Cootis. Uh, give me a moment so I can actually see what the hell I'm doing because... It's you can't see shit, you're no, blind. exactly right. So, <laughs> John J.C. Cootis. Hello, young oh, man. That's him. Nice, Hello, nice to Nice to see you. Um, is a remarkable Australian who was born with oh, ace. Jesus, I know, right? Go. I know. Oh, oh, like, let's put the stars above your head. <laughs> <laughs> was born with a severe physical disability in which doctors gave him little chance of survival. John has not only defied medical opinion, he has thrived and is acknowledged as one of the world's most inspirational speakers. Okay. Without, yeah, going. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Sounds, sounds, like, sounds <laughs> know. like a good dude to I know. know. I kind of like him, but he's a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Without the lower part of his body, John embraces a full and positive life. He rolls around on his custom skateboard, which he's not on today, and uses humour to communicate some of life's most important lessons. John has delivered his inspirational message to over six million people around the world, speaking at events to compliment former US President Bill Clinton, global entrepreneur. Richard Branson, former British Prime Minister Tony Blair, and the late Stephen Covey and former South African President Nelson Mandela. That's freaking cool. That's really thank cool. You. Thank you. I, thank I you. love that. Like that's that's one hell of a bio to have, mate. Yeah, it's not oh, yeah. too shabby. Not too shabby that's at all. all. Yeah, yeah. All right, Adam, on to you, dude. Wicked, wicked. Our, our so your disability and my disability. I, I think they. I don't know how they're kind of like the, from the same family. Yeah, same I trunk guess. of the tree. S- yeah, same trunk of the tree. Yeah, That's you know, a good way of putting it. I like that. Just I'm going to use it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's yeah, yeah. really cool. Yeah, you know, so we're both spiners. Yep. Uh, but I'm sacroagenesis. Yes. Which means I have the hole in my back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and which also means that my lower lumbar stops at the base of my ribs. Yes. That's why I'm a lot shorter than you. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. and that's why my which legs. It, which really takes something. I was going to say. I was about to say that. That's <laughs> bloody hard work. This, I'm this, sure. he's yeah. a short ass. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, and that's why my legs um, were deformed the way that they were. Yes. And my hips were inverted. My stumps went out sideways. Where mm-hmm. yours, you know, go where normal legs would go. Down over the front. Most of the, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> well, they don't anymore. Not anymore, no. <laughs> no. And you're welcome for that advice. <laughs> um, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, and the, the biggest, or one of the biggest challenges I have, um, being a spiner, is, especially the sacroagenesis, mm. is the fact that because I don't have that lower lumbar, yep. my kidneys and my liver, if I set up straight like you are, which yep. you feel very comfortable in doing, mm. because you have that lower lumbar. Yeah, absolutely. If I did that, mm. I could do it for maybe 10, 15 seconds, but my kidneys and liver would actually get compressed up into my lung cavity. Ouch. And then, or it doesn't hurt so much, yeah. but I... I would die of lack of oxygen. As I say, mm. so it affects your breathing Absolutely quite considerably. Yeah. 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 yeah, Because your diaphragm doesn't have a chance to open up and yep. things like that. That's why most of the time, you know, when we go out, yep. I'm on the table mm-hmm. and leaning forward on my elbows. And that's when he isn't, hasn't even had a drink yet. I know. <laughs> well, and on the table. <laughs> He's already on the table. <laughs> um, so, and, and that's how and, and why that happens. You see me fidget it and fart and move it around. Yeah. That's just me trying to suck in a little bit more extra oxygen. So yeah, fair call. Cool. If I yeah. pass out onto the floor, it'd be bloody hilarious. Hell, I'm sure <laughs> shit not give me mouth to mouth. Hell no. I think of anything I'll worse. Leave, you, oh, no, I'm all right, thanks. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything worse than those oh. hair lips wrapped around so my lips. My, my first <laughs> aid... Did I just say that hair lip? <laughs> oh, my first aid ticket isn't valid anymore. Whoops. Thank God. <laughs> shit. Uh, so, and that's... 
you know, besides the obvious other things, yep. that's um, that that's my biggest challenge. And of yep. course, you know, the bowel bladder and all that movement yeah, that yeah. as well. So yeah, which I think we would be on a par with. Yep. But I'm, you know, I mean, that's not something that I generally talk about unless I get asked. And yeah, I, then yeah. I don't mind talking about no, it. No, no, but it's, but it's, it's not one in of general conversation. No, one of those things, isn't it? Yeah. So what gets JC up in the morning? Uh, Aside Je- from an alarm clock. John, uh, an elbow in the back from the missus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah or shove John, out of bed. Or the John, dog, get up. Or the dog scratching me. It's not John, get up. Hey, dick, come on, let's go. <laughs> uh, so, like, well, you know what? This morning I got up. I was awake at 3.27 mm. and then sat on the can for 90 minutes. Yep. Because you know, I had a bit of a stomach upset. Mm-hmm. Um, hence, I lost 700 grams. Yeah, good job. Hey, good job. Good way to lose weight. <laughs> Take it any way you can get it. You beauty. So, <laughs> um, and it's just, like, I love getting up early. Mm. I love getting up early. You know, the, the five o'clock club. Yep. You know, sometimes when I, when I go and train at five o'clock, obviously I'm up before that. Yeah. Um, I, I just think that there's no better time of the day mm. than first thing in the morning. On average, most people get up at 7 a.m. on average. Mm. But do you know that if you wake up two hours earlier at 5 a.m., you're not only adding an extra two hours to your day, by the end of the calendar year, mm. you've added two months. Mm. That's cool. Two months. That's yeah. a cool stat. That's two months to get shit done. Yeah. And you know the good thing That's about 5 That's what we need. You know we get up at 5 a.m. You know the oh, good you know the good thing about 5am there's no one else around exactly there's no one to bother you Mm -hmm. whether you've got to study do chores meditate yeah pilates yoga go train yeah exactly maybe prepare your food for the week what you know whatever it is that you've got to do yeah yeah 5am you've got peace and quiet to get it done Mm. But that, sorry, go on. I was just going to say that only works though if you you only gain those extra hours though if you also go to bed at the same time as you were previously. If Shut you up, if, if you need to actually go to bed earlier because you were up earlier, don't kind of work. Well, I go to bed <laughs> early. I'm in bed by nine o'clock. See, I, and that's that's the problem. I'm up early and then to bed late because I can't. So what are you calling late? Oh, uh, like midnight, 11. one o'clock. Oh, well, hence the head. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> but you, mate, you know what? A lot of people forget that if you are run down, you are sick. A lot of people run to the doctors. Yeah. You know, they're looking for shit. I need this mm-hmm. or I need this. You know, the, na- the number one thing you need? Sleep. Sleep. Oh, 100%. 100%. Sleep. 100%. You and so yep. much stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So much stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about sleeping in front of the TV on a lounge, you know, mm. on the lounge. Proper sleep. I'm talking about. Going to bed and sleeping. Yep. yep. You know, if you need a little bit of a dose of a, you know, a little pill or whatever else to help you sleep. Yep. Mate, I'm telling you now, it makes a huge mm. difference. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Huge yeah. difference. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know for me, like if I'm feeling crook, I, I'm generally a, a good... Don't sleep. go to the fire truck bed. Don't, yeah, exactly. Uh, don't <laughs> uh, just maybe a new mattress on it or something. Sort of. I mean, let's face it, the length of it is fine. You know? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, have you, you thought know, of... Thought and, you know, but sh- and little Fletch is putting up with it. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, he's six and, you know... So it doesn't deal count? Deal with anything at six. <laughs> Why don't you get a mattress topper for it? Not a bad idea. I know. I have good ideas occasionally. You do. You Occ- do. Occasionally. Yeah, for a pommy mm. to do that. Yeah, I know, right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe then he might actually sleep in his own bed instead of keeps mm-hmm. sneaking into ours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, cool. So, what got you into motivational speaking, mate? I was in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. I was doing a little bit of work with the cricket association in Sydney. Yep. Um and. 
a great mate of mine by the name of James Knight. Oh, yeah. Uh, who used to work at Channel 10. Mm-hmm. And there was a TV show, a late night TV show called Sports Tonight. Mm-hmm. And I was doing some stuff with Bankstown Cricket uh, in the first grade. Mm-hmm. And he came and did a story on me. And it was fantastic. You know, back then, I'm, you know, I was a lot more nimble and yep. everything back in those mm-hmm. days. I was, I was playing a lot of indoor cricket myself and yep. you know, table tennis and, and all that stuff. You were the ball? No, no, I was actually playing. <laughs> oh, you were playing? Yeah, I was actually playing. <laughs> yeah, cool, all right. Um, so <laughs> he came and did a story and then it, actually he won an award for it. Mm. Um, and then a Sydney businessman saw the story mm. and asked me to go to his office for a meeting mm. and I went to his office and that's how it all started. Very cool. That's very really cool. cool. That's really yeah. cool. So you speak to you speak to a really wide variety of people, sports yep. people, schools, yep. communities, communities, business. business. What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Oh, I, l- I love them all, but for mm-hmm. me, if I was going to say anything, I would have to say senior primary school mm-hmm. or senior high school. Yep. Yeah. I find it strange, especially with the senior high school students. And when I mean senior high schools, I'm talking years 10, 11 to 12, yep. right? The ones that are about to have their lives changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, year 10, you can get out of school or you can make a choice to go back to school. Yeah. Yep. Year 12, you're about to embark on something very, very different. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're going to uni, got to get a trade, something's got to happen to mm-hmm. you, right? Yeah. And I find it sometimes overwhelming that a guy with no legs can go in there and speak for an hour, an hour and a half, two hours. Mm. And turn the light bulb on for these guys. Yeah. Uh, when 100%. they've been in school for fucking six years. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them literally have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can go there and I ask some questions and I say to year 12 students, what are you going to do when you leave school? Oh, I don't know. Mm. Hey, you better fucking start thinking about it. Yeah, we're getting the close. Thing is, the thing you know? is, school may teach you things, you know, book skills. doesn't teach you about life skills. Oh, there's, outside. No life there's, there's no, there's no um, building of, of the skills that are actually going to really make a difference once you leave that classroom. Yeah. I totally and, agree. And that's where we're missing out on education in, in this country, in many Western countries. Yep. It, yep. It's, it's missing that chance to actually connect kids with what's going to make a real difference in their lives once they go out into the big wide world? Well, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you, Tash, right? <laughs> and Sorry. Coxsucker. What was that funny? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> um, but when I went to school, and even in primary school, we were taught to fill out bank, you know, withdrawals and yep. deposits, yep. how banks work. Yep. You know, we were taught discipline yep. as well respect mm-hmm. and the yep. discipline and respect come from home yeah mm. you know yep. before it even come into the school yeah and with me like in the last i will say let's say 20 22 years i would have spoken in more than five thousand educational systems around the globe mm. you know and they're all the damn same yeah yep. yeah you know they've become all the same so mm-hmm. mundane so plain yep. you know and unless you're in a college in the u.s or you know, you have a scholarship to sport mm. or something like that. It's just mundane stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they need to change it. Yeah. School for us was fun. Yeah. You know, they've taken away monkey bars and you can't do bloody cartwheels anymore and you can't take a piece of cake for your friend on their mm. birthday. So it's I know it's all about all about wrapping kids in cotton wool and actually not allowing them to experience anything about life. And the problem with that of course is kids don't actually have the skills to deal with 
life's pressures oh, and, and just what yeah. happens every single day yeah. because they haven't learned those skills at school because you've got to experience things in order to yeah. learn them. 100%. Well, look, I grew up in um, a mixed race family. My dad loved marathons. My mum was a sprinter. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> <laughs> that that's terrible. That took that took you a moment, then yeah, didn't it? Did. I was like, it hey, did take this you a moment. Something I didn't know. Oh, I got to call you Milo from now on. You know why? why you're not quick. Oh, right, now, Jesus. Um, Where's the? Where's I know we keep we saying that we need yeah, a drum button. Need yeah, we do need a drum button. <laughs> Rube, do you need to put a drum button on there? Yeah. Now, but when I grew up. You know, in my family, like I've got two brothers and a sister. Mm. I've got an older brother, then there's me, then my younger brother, then my sister. Mm. And my two brothers are actually mentally retarded. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not really, I just like saying that. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to get the shock, the shock factor. Yeah, yeah. Shitty the shit they say about me, mate. So. Um, but, you know, we were taught respect and, yep. you know, we were taught, you know, and, oh man, it was just so very different. But our golden rule in life growing up, was that you treat people the way you wish to be treated. 100%. You know, yep. and, e- and even still today, that comes yep. down to exactly the morals and ethics that you should have. Yeah. Yep. And from me now being a dad to, you know, I mean, my boy's now 28, you know. And he's a great guy too. He's a good kid. Yeah, he's good. Um, you know, the three things that you can give your kids, the three key things to give your kids for them to grow up is, is love. Mm-hmm. And that's unconditional. Yep. From the time they pop out, Bang, you know, and and I and I will say that there are some parents that struggle, mm. you know, mm. with loving their kids first off, and yeah. that's that is a medical condition, yeah. you know. And I, I don't feel sorry for too many people, but I I really feel for those people. Yeah, you know, I can't imagine, yeah. you know, for nine Must months they're really looking forward to having this baby, and and then it's here, and then they struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and I can't yeah. imagine what that is like. Yeah. The other thing you, you can give your kids number two is your time mm-hmm. because you can't get it back. 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, and so many parents, and I've seen it firsthand, that, you know, the, the kids go in, their, their dads are working or their mums are working, and the kids say, look mm-hmm. what I did today, look what I did today at school, blah, blah, blah. And dad said, can't you see I'm on the phone? Or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I'm, I'm in a Zoom meeting. or Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Two minutes of your time. Yeah. Fuck, is it that hard? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it yeah. that hard? Yep. And the other thing is discipline. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, what is lacking in today's society, and we discipline. see it everywhere. hundred oh, percent. If you instill discipline in your child when they're young, yep. they will turn that into self-discipline as they exactly. get older. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that self-discipline will yep. put them on the, the right path for the rest of their life. Yep. And then they will instill that in their kids. Yep. And I think the, the problem is nowadays parents too often are trying to be their kids' best friends yeah. rather than actually be their parents. Absolutely And, and kids, kids need boundaries. They yep. need boundaries in order to be good humans yep. and to understand that yep. the world isn't solely revolved around them and, and develop into people that understand that we all have to be good to each other, kind and generous and, yep. and thoughtful. And you can't be that if you don't have discipline and don't have um, those boundaries to start with. You have to say no to your kids. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 Shep, you'll know. Yep. And especially as Fletch gets the older, first first time you do it, it's fucking hard. Of like course it is, uh, and it all and it always is. I of mean, course it, it is. You, you, you hate it, it, don't you? I do. You'll only get better at it, but you know. But sometimes, mate, you you have to let your and, and this is so difficult to do, but you have to let your kids hurt themselves. Yeah. Huh, you yeah. have to let them fall down. Yep. You know, you got to let them learn. Yep. Because. 
to, in, in today's society, there used to be this thing called the helicopter parent. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Zoom, absolutely. zoom, zoom, hover yeah. over the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that helicopter parent has been replaced. Yeah, it's morphed. With, with, with the lawn mowing parent. You know mm-hmm. what the lawn mowing parent is? The lawn mowing parent gets out in front of their children, clears and the clears way. And clears the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Clears the way. And right? That doesn't teach and kids anything. Teaches kids fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Gives them nothing, yep. especially resilience. Yep. And by the time that kid turns 30, Right, they've had no challenges. They've needed no resilience in their life, yep. and all of a sudden, I mean, something small happened. Like maybe they might lose their job, or yep. one of their their kids got sick. They don't know how to handle don't it. Don't know how to handle and it, and they run exactly. back to their parents. What do I need? But what if their parents aren't there? Yeah, but the, isn't this the fault of society? The fault that that people don't see challenges as a good thing. It's all negative. The people aren't able to pick out the positives from the shit they've been through in that's life. That's not society, Tash. That's parenting. Yeah, it's, it's that's well, not society. Yeah. You know, because if look at the way that you were raised. And your old man was a ma- marvellous, marvellous soccer player. Yeah, yeah. But he played in the, in the Premier League. Yeah. Right? He was very, very good. And and the way that you were raised, mm. right? Look at it, And then look at the way that other people are raised. Yeah, it's true. got nothing to do with society. Yeah, true. It mm. all comes yep. back to parenting. Yeah. And the lack of parenting that people want to do. The lack of responsibilities that people want to have for their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, look at the shit that's going on down here on the Gold Coast with all these young car thieves yeah, and everything God, else. It's like, just, yeah, it's, it's getting way out of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Way yeah. out of control. Give me a big stick. I'll fucking sort them out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't want to know what you're going to do with the big stick, to be honest. <laughs> oh, Dickie, now you'll come out. Let me Dickie, tell you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> So what does inclusion look like to you? Inclusion for me looks like happiness. Yep. Love it. Um, and I, I spent a fair bit of time in China. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a funny story. <laughs> we were in China once and um, we had a, a PA and her name was Susanna. And I tell you, if my son was sitting right there and if I just simply mentioned Susanna... He would be wetting his pants. <laughs> she was as dumb as dog shit. Oh, dear. Right? And, like, she would come on tour with us for six weeks. Yeah. And all she, the luggage she would have would be a handbag. Oh. She had one pair of knickers. Oh, Jesus. So Leanne oh. caught wind of what it was and took her to a supermarket and bought her clothes. Because she, she just had no just idea. Why? But oh, that's, wow. that's the way they think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Anyway, we pulled up at this hotel, and in China, you got to remember, begging is still prevalent over there. It's massive. Okay, yeah. It, it's in mm-hmm. fact, it's a business, mm-hmm. yes. right? Like I could rent you out, okay, and then somebody rent a group. No, no, you rent <laughs> yeah. a group. Sounds right, like that, a good side hustle does. to me. <laughs> Let, let's say I rented you to to Pommy, yep. right? And Pommy could rent you to Ruby. Yep. And then Ruby subleasing. I like it. Subleasing, yeah. Right? Subleasing then, the crib. And then Ruby would put you on a corner. Yeah. Uh, Right, and she knows the corners. Yeah, and you would sit there, and you wouldn't have to do anything. But people put money in front of you. Yeah, right, and then everybody gets paid. Yeah, I'm right. I'm more concerned at this point about why Ruby knows street corners so well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> Thank God she's not listening. I know, right? <laughs> or is she? Or is, no, she's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to look. <laughs> so anyway, we we turn up at this hotel, and this is this gentleman in the gutter mm. and his legs were like pipe cleaners right remember the old pipe cleaners i played school yep they were bent up all around the back of him and everything else and, yeah. I, thinking, and I went fuck you poor bastard you know look at you mm. so I, I gotta help him you know like so i gave Susanna a hundred chinese dollars equivalent 20 australian bucks yep not much right but to them 
hell of a lot of coin. Mm-hmm. Yep. I said, <clears throat> take this, go down there and get that man, put him in the taxi, and tell the taxi to take him somewhere nice and get him some food. You know, take him anywhere he wants to go. Get off Susanna, takes the hundred, <laughs> runs down to the first taxi she sees, uh, gives it to the taxi driver and says, go anywhere you want to go and have oh a feed. Jesus and this, this, this oh. poor bastard was oh left no. in the bloody gutter. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> she completely missed the point, oh. you know. Yeah. And I just, I said, they go, what? what just happened? What the fuck? What? Wow. <laughs> I just didn't understand. Yeah. And that's the way of life in some yeah. of the places over there. Yeah. yeah. Just crazy. Yeah. So at 53, because yep. you are 53. Thank you. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Mate, you come to my 50th. Yeah, I did. I know. Yeah. It was a great night. At Melbourne. It, it was, was a great night. It was a great night. It was a great night. Knowing what you know now, yes. what advice would you give 10-year-old? 10-year-old me? 10-year-old you. You know, when I was 10-year-old, I was thrown in a bin, tied up, thrown in a bin. Seriously? Kids. What? By school kids. That's fucked oh, up. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Yeah. Um, that was my first week in school. Wow. So, what I would tell my 10-year-old self yep. would be to hang in there. Yep. When I was 12, I put a gun in my mouth. Wow. Fuck. You know, I was yep. ready because of the shit that I was going through. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, at the hands of other people. Mm-hmm. And my, my life had just turned into the biggest pile of shit you'd ever want to see. Yeah. You know, we're talking, what's that, 40 years ago. Mm. You know, things were very, very, very different. different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very, yeah. Very, very yeah. different, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it was just a shit time. You know, mm. growing up in Western Sydney, mm. it was a tough area. Mm. You know, it was a tough area. Mm. So, and, and the reason I didn't do it, because my mum and dad for... 12 years fought for my life. Yeah. Fought to give me what I had. Mm-hmm. You know, and here I was about to steal that away from them. There was no way that was going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I started thinking about all the good things I had in my life. And, yep. you know, what would it do to my brothers? What would it do to my sister? Mm-hmm. My nan, one of the first loves of my life. Yep. What would it have done to her? Yeah. You know, so with with all the courage that we have in us, and we all have courage. Yep. You know, sometimes yeah. we struggle to find it. Yeah. You know, we all have that courage. And I found my, my little drop of courage and... Mm-hmm. And went back to school. And it was crazy time, mate. Yeah. Crazy time. Yep. So hang yep. in there. Hang it. That's what I would give my my ten year old self. Yep. Yeah. I would say to myself, hang in there. It does get better. It does get better. Advice. And and yeah. had had you have gone through those things, you wouldn't have had the opportunity to impact as many lives as you've had now. Well, so that's what we said earlier, didn't yeah. we? We yep. all have that adversity exactly. that, that makes us stronger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? So Notwithstanding your time as the ball for the Australian Rollers basketball team, yes. <laughs> tell us. You know, I used to play basketball. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna. I that really was gonna be my play. question. So I really did play, but I had to stop because I don't fit through the hoop. Don't fit through. The hoop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your arms kept getting stuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my stumps. I was left dangling upside down. Stumps are out. Oh, no. Yeah, playing the wrong sport, you should be cricket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about your your sporting career. Um. Well, again, in, in where I grew up in Western Sydney, mm. um, there was no other disabled people around, mm-hmm. you know, my area. Or, um, because some disabled kids were still, you know, kept at home, kept out of society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When my mum and dad, my dad was a rugby league coach and I would go to football with him every weekend. Yeah. We'd go as a family if mum wasn't working. Mm-hmm. My brothers played, my sister played in the youngest, back when the girls could play with the boys. Yep. 
I think up until about the age of 10 or maybe 12, before the girls started to develop and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know. So, and now there's a full-on women's competition. Yep. Mm-hmm. Man, how good's that? That's right? awesome. Yep. So, and, and there's a full-on bloody spazzo competition too. Like, we had wheelchair <laughs> rugby league. Yeah. The World yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know. Exactly. So I think didn't the Poms or the French win it this year? I think Poms. So the Poms won it. There oh, you go. Geez, yeah. Nobody. Yeah, they got to be good at something. <laughs> so we got to give them something. Yeah, we got to give them something. So sport for me didn't happen for a long time. I mean, PE for me at school, kids used to get me and swing me around by my legs and throw me over the high jump bar. And <laughs> so I, no, it's not funny. <laughs> it sounds like fun uh, to me. No. <laughs> trust me, it wasn't meant to be fun. Yeah, I bet it wasn't. You know what I mean? And I had one teacher, and his name was Mr. Mabu, Peter Mabu, and he looked like a gorilla, right? Fetting him, it looked like he fell asleep and someone threw carpet tolls on him. You know, he was just the hairiest bastard <laughs> you've ever seen. And he had no hair in his melon, oh, you really? know, but he was <laughs> such a great bloke. Anyway, he lobbied to get a gym set put into the school. Mm. So when sport was on, I could go and do gym. Awesome. Or when uh, PE was on, I could go and do gym. I did try playing uh, squash in my wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And back then, I had, remember the old BMX bikes? Mm-hmm. They yeah. had the knobby tyres. Oh, yeah. I had knobby tyres on my on my wheelchair, but it burned a hole in the back of my stump. <gasps> oh, So oh, there's shit. a bloody blood all over the court. Oh. You know, lack of feeling because yeah, I couldn't yeah. see yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, oh, shit, that's not good. So that was out. When swimming carnivals came around, I couldn't swim real good, or not as quick as the other kids. Yeah. So I got to use a boogie board. <laughs> wipe, wipe the floor with everybody. I bet that was fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, so. And, and I used to do hurdles at, at um, in the athletics, but I kept it in my head. So I had to stop doing that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that feeling. I'm, I'm leaving yeah. that one alone. <laughs> um, so I didn't start really sport. I played yeah. a, I started playing table tennis. Yep. Um, towards the end of high school, mm-hmm. and and that's where I fell in love with table tennis. So mm-hmm. I've played a fair bit of table tennis and played for New South Wales and Australia. That's really cool stuff yeah. like that. So yeah. I've got visions of Forrest Gump in my head right now. No, no, not, not that good. <laughs> I've right. got visions of JC on the table. Like I know, right? Not, not allowed to sit on the table. So we had a table like this. Yep. Set up at the end of the table. Oh, oh cool. See, okay. so yeah. you very. It was, I tried that's at really first cool. to sit on mm-hmm. the table. It's too hard. Yeah. See, so and. He, I was in a uh, in a national title once, mm. and I played a midget. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, well, can we call them midget? What are they? Little people, midget. little people, little people. Midget. You know, <laughs> <laughs> if one of them works at McDonald's, they're called a mick midget, right? So, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> midget. <laughs> so, look, I really apologise. You know, anyway, I played this young boy. He was a great bloke too. You know, yeah. great bloke. But all I could see was. His eyes <laughs> over the top of the yeah. end of the table <laughs> and only half a paddle. Oh, that, God. That was it. And, and, I know, said, that's what it must look like to other people when Adam is driving, to be honest. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I'd get you around. But I, I wanted to win, so I played corners. Mm. And this poor little bugger had to run like 30 steps that way, 30 steps that way, 30 steps that way. Uh. So I literally wore him out. But what <laughs> I didn't know, what I didn't know is that they actually get Two bounces, yeah. Like we get two it's bounces. It's the same with tennis. like tennis, yeah. Yeah, but I don't get two bounces. Oh. He got two bounces. Oh, okay, that's See? interesting. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, so the ball had a chance to get to the end so of yeah, the table, yeah, where he could reach it. So then I caught on and just played drop shots. Screw him. <laughs> you know, Good so, job. Yeah, and then I went from table tennis across to weightlifting. 
Yeah, so okay. And you did really well on that. I you? mate, I, I yeah, look I did okay, yeah, absolutely. I was in training for the Paris in Sydney. Yep. Um nine months out, I was training very hard and I was weighing forty kilos. My competition mm. weight was thirty nine point two and oh. I was in the under forty eight kilogram class. But because I had both my legs lopped off, yep. they added on two knots to your body weight. Oh. Like one knot per leg. Oh. Right. Which meant so that meant that everybody else in my weight division yep. that had their legs that had with a weight of toothpicks yeah. had almost 10 kilo extra body weight yep. in their girth. Yeah. Right, which is a lot yeah, at yeah. that weight level. Yeah, a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. But I was I was benching, Bill Stelios was my coach, mm. and I was benching, weighing 40 kilos, I was benching 145 kilos. So that's nine months out. Yeah. Right, so, and then when the games came around, well, nine months out, I got sick and I got diagnosed with um, with some issues and mm-hmm. couldn't end up com- competing. So, yep. and sucks. then I, I went and watched and I cried mm. because the guy that won the gold medal in my weight division yep. was a little Sri Lankan dude, lived yep. at 125. Oh, yeah. nothing worse than that. Hey, yeah. I bet, I bet. That's, that's a tough one to deal with. As sick as I was, yep. I could have done that with one arm. Yeah. yeah. You know, but then Laurie Lawrence. Or got no me. legs for that matter. Or no legs. <laughs> but Laurie Lawrence got me and he. Yep. And he gave me a very severe talking to. Mm. And he said that a gold medal in life is more important than a gold medal in any sport. Yep. True and that. And I've never yeah. forgotten was Good on him. Yeah, great advice, that. mate. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. a legend. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute yeah. legend. Love the guy. Yeah, awesome. So have you ever actually had a real job? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question for you too, Arts. No, it, it, it is actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, I enjoyed my time. My very first job was actually working in a... Hardware slash produce centre. Oh yeah. yeah, in in my hometown of North Richmond in Western Sydney. Hello, North Richmond. And um, g'day Hawkesbury. Uh, and it was Alan Dawson's produce, and I only lasted a day because I used to I was on a skateboard, and these people had come in and they needed salt bags for their pools, so I'd carry twenty kilo salt bags and throw it in the back of their car. Yeah, or I had to climb up ladders and pack. Massive paint tins oh, on yeah. the shelves. I'd have the handle in my mouth, climb up the ladder. Oh, bloody good weight in. training, that. Well, back in those days, I was a lot fitter than what I am now, Tash. You yeah. know, and I, I literally had no fat on my body. You know, mm. and 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 I enjoyed that. You know, and I used to have a flat top haircut. <laughs> my sister, my oh, see, I can picture that. My yeah, older sister-in-law married to my older brother. Her name's Leonie, and he was a really good hairdresser. And she used to give me the best flat top. Well, flies used to come in and land and, <laughs> and land on top of me. You know? There's a landing strip. Yeah, so that was that was my very first job. What was yours? My very first job out of school was uh, I was an employment consultant. Actually, were you really? Yeah, I was actually. Uh, so I was employed. Uh, I was doing a uh, traineeship, two year traineeship, through a company who was an employment agency for people with disabilities. Um, funniest thing was at in that two year traineeship. I was their longest serving staff member because staff kept coming and going. And, um, well done. <laughs> and I was still the trainee. Wow. And what about uh, you, Dash? <laughs> <laughs> My first job was as a professional nightclub dancer. Stripper. I mean. I wasn't a stripper. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hang, yeah. On, hang on, hang on, hang on. Were you in a cage? Yes. Stripper. Stripper. Absolutely. Yeah, thank I, you. Thank I, had, you. I had some clothes on. <laughs> and there are many ways that you can make it look like you're not wearing a lot, but you actually are. Pipe cleaners aren't clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Nipple tassels. Oh, <laughs> no, I never did then. Oh, actually, no. No, yeah. Maybe I would, would have done once, but anyway. <laughs> Stripper for sure. We're, we're going to end up with, our, with some viewers asking for photos and... 
They can find they can find them online. We're going to end up with a, <laughs> end up with a fans only plague. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> well, someone said it's a pleasure to see who. Oh, hello, Tash. It's a pleasure to see you. Oh, well, there you go. And <laughs> penis. Oh no, wait a minute. <laughs> Pinkless. And Pinkless. Oh, okay. Hello, Michael. Hi, Michael. Oh, I thought it was penis. Sorry, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the fast six. These are six questions that we ask all our guests. Right. Um, a little bit random. So quick fire. Quick fire. Quick fire. If you could spend twenty four hours in the body of somebody else, dead or alive, who would it be? Halle Berry. Oh no. Uh, Halle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See your brain my went man. exactly where yeah. mine goes every time yeah. I hear that. <laughs> oh, Halle Berry's my hall pass. You can ask Leanne. <laughs> I love that. No, if if I could do that, there'd be two. There'd be uh Kevin Hart. Yep. I like Kevin Hart because oh, yeah. I'm the only one that is shorter than him. This is you true. Yep. And Dwayne Johnson. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. 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 Just like the way they do things. Yeah. Hundred percent. And I yep. like the way they do things as a team as yep. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, second question: What's one food that you would never, under any circumstances, try or eat? Can't say one, but I'd say donkey skin. Donkey is skin. Is that, that even a food? Yeah, China, oh, I was going to say, but it's in, in China. China. Yeah. It's an aphrodisiac. Oh Jesus! Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. Um, so you tried it, did you? No, Leanne did. <laughs> oh, and oh it stank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I would have to say the other one would be: I, I can't eat hot chili. I no. hate spicy. Yeah. Well, I'm it with you. Ends up giving me the Johnny Cash. You know, yeah. the Johnny oh, Cash. Burning ring of fire. The ring of yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it burns, burns, burns. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, what's the top of your bucket list? The top of my bucket list yep. um, would be to... Holy shit, mate. I want to fish in the Abrolles Islands. Cool. You know where that Can is? I come? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know where it is? No. <laughs> it's in Australia. It fucking it's cool, in Australia. So. Yeah, oh, cool. And okay. it's, uh, in Western Australia, yeah, yeah. up near Geraldton. Yeah, okay. So Beautiful. It's, 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 it sounds really cool. It is Beautiful. really great. It's yeah. almost, it, it's untouched barrier reef. Mm. Nice. You know, Stunning. yeah, I want to fit there. You, fish me, maybe um, our mutual friend um, that has the uh, the charter. Tommy? Yep. Tommy's a little bit sick, actually, at the moment. Oh, so is he really? Yeah, he's not real well. Oh, that's no so good. He's, he's on the mend, but he hasn't is been he? real well. Oh, okay. Big shout out to Tommy. He's yeah, hey, Tommy. How you doing, yeah, mate? Yeah, mate. Look after a, yourself. Absolutely. Great bloke for a y- German. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, which celebrity could you see yourself being best friends with? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart? Johnson. Yep. Yep. That yep. works. Yep. Uh, what's one thing um, you would do if fear wasn't a factor? Wonder I could do if fear wasn't a factor. Yep. Um, skydive. Skydive. So many people say yep. that. Hey? I, I would say bungee jump, but where they're going to tie the cord? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's true. Like <laughs> <laughs> around your neck, you wouldn't want that. No, it's not at all. <laughs> no. no, is that it? Yep. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? It was my dad mm-hmm. and my old man. I was sitting on the steps of our family home. Yep. I watched my two brothers jump on their push bikes, mm-hmm. piss off down the road. Yeah. And I had a tear because mm. I wanted to be just like them. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And my old man came out with his big fucking fat Greek wog hand, <laughs> slapped me up the back of the head, and he said, instead of whinging and bitching about the things you can't do, look at the things you can do. Yep. You know? And the best piece of advice that I've given anybody else mm-hmm. is that a lot of people – look over the fence 
and think the grass is always greener. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'd say to that? Water your own fucking backyard. Yeah, hundred percent. Water your own I love backyard. That. Yeah, that's cool. And make your grass green and let everybody look into your backyard. Yeah. What will you have? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's really cool. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Well, that's those questions, and uh, that was easy. Thanks, thanks, thanks for joining thanks, us mate. for that. Is that it? Well, well no, no, no. We've, we've got, got a couple of more segments first, more se- but you know. Are you going to hang out with us? Well, my my ride's booked for two, so for I don't two. know if I'll if oh, I'll be you, able to. You might need to bail. Yeah, well, that's okay. You can right. you can bail if you like. Ruby, can you hear me? Can you see if my taxi's here? Thanks, Rubes. <laughs> <laughs> How good is it having a producer? I know. She's awesome. And she's only about 12. Only problem is she'll go back and listen through it and go, really? I, I mind you, if someone said I looked 12 and I was an adult, I'd be quite happy. Yeah, although, of course yeah. you would be. You yeah. can't look 12 anyway. I do not look 12. You do. Yeah, exactly. Have you not seen <laughs> the wrinkles, the, the wrinkles that have developed because of you? Because of you, you've got more wrinkles than a packet of Smith chips. <laughs> oh, jeez. He's, he's saying as he's on his way out. Burn. Oh, Burn, baby. Burn. Well, hang on. Mr. Penis, I mean, Pinkless has said. Pinkless. Too many people can make grass greener until they have to go out and out there and mow it. Not yet. Okay. No, Thanks, no. Rubes. Oh, cool. Well, shall we move on to our next Let's set? go to the next one. Yeah. And then Absolutely. If you, and then if you, all right. Cool, cool. Like two cripples using a beach towel to skydive, this could go anywhere. Welcome to the Soapbox Session. <laughs> Do you like that intro? What about that? <laughs> using a beach towel to skydive, you like could get two anywhere. Two using <laughs> Wow. I, I thought that was that's genius. A, that's actually how Adam ended up legless. He yes. um, decided to give the beach towel a go and it didn't end up well. You know, there's actually a cartoon. It's oh, a Warner it? Brothers cartoon. Oh, oh, it might serious? have been Merrily Melodies where this big strong duck, he's, he's mm-hmm. fighting Daffy and he's mm-hmm. he's getting all the duckling, you know, all the girl duck loving. Mm. Anyway, he goes skydiving and the shit doesn't open up and he ends up like us. Oh. Sure. <laughs> yep. He's got these little web feet sticking out of his ass. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's actually a real cartoon. A real I cartoon. love that. Oh, I'll have to check that I'll out. Check it that. out, brother. So for the soapbox session, we are going to have a chat about motorbike riders. Oh, we are. Oh, we Good are. or bad? Uh, I've got, I have the utmost respect for people that choose to ride, ride motorbikes. Yes. I take issue. My wife is one of those. Uh, I know. And your wife is, hello, Elsie. Hi, Elsie. <laughs> We love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do, in some circumstances, take issue with how people ride them, though, sometimes. Absolutely agree with you. I, I and she does, too. Yeah. I, I imagine, I mean, I get I get that, you know, you, you can be the world's best bike rider and it's everyone else on the road that you've got to watch out for yep. because there are some absolute morons behind There's the wheel. There's a lot Absolutely. of morons behind there the wheel. Yeah. Um, totally but, two of us. But, you know, we're, we're seeing a lot of issues with, People getting knocked off bikes and people dying in accidents and, yep. and getting and really yeah. badly hurt. What about the the dude last week that was going down the the whole hard shoulder of the highway doing 160 k an hour whilst um, the you know the people in the main lanes of the highway were just uh, standing still on the M1 and he ploughed straight into the barrier. You know what? He had a death warrant. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's it was his choice. And yeah. that's it. And this, it, but the problem is. Like, if he's going to kill himself, that's his own fucking problem. Yeah. Like, I, I'm sorry, and I know this may sound really insensitive because he died, but he, he 
he was stupid enough to do Absolutely. that. But it's the people that have been affected, his loved ones, his you know, his friends, his the family, and it. the people that saw it that I feel most sorry for in yep. this situation. And like, okay, bike riding's fun. Yep. There's it's yep. it's it's really cool to be out and let and feel the air going around your body and just and and get out there and to be able to just open up the throttle and go. Yep. But you've got to be safe about it. Of course like, you surely do. you've got to have I, some sense. I see I see it all the time and and you know for right or wrong, you know, you see people on bikes moving in and out of the traffic when the traffic's You slow. know they're allowed to do that now, right? I'm it's yeah, legal. They're, they're yeah. allowed to do it, which makes no sense to me at all. Yeah. I, I'll be honest, it makes no sense to me at all because I honestly, sh- sh- aside from doing 160 k's an hour down the the shoulder of the road, I can't think of anything more dangerous. Yeah. yeah. No. Hello. Hey, can uh, you let him now be five? Yep, yeah. thanks. Yeah. You know, like, things changed in mm. Australia when learners went from 250s to 650s. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. Who they, is governing these laws? When did that happen? Stupid. I don't know exactly. Yeah. But... Why would you want to learn art on a six fifty? Yeah, you know, they can't have pe- people. They just can't I was, drive yeah, V eight. That's exactly you what know, I was going to say. This, they, can, yeah. they put a bloody learner on a six fifty fucking motorbike. It's that is a lot of power to put behind someone that doesn't have a lot of oh skill. Oh my god! Yeah. And and probably quite young and hasn't got a huge amount of common sense when it comes to yeah. that stuff. Yeah. yeah, and a mate of mine learned. He got our school, bought a bike, and it was a two fifty. Because that's what he, he had. He had the gaps, yep. Mind you, we're talking 22 years ago. Yep, so, yep, yeah, yep. But, um, but that, and then you have the accidents. Remember last year there was a horrific accident, again on the M1, where a trailer came off the back of someone's ute. Yeah. yeah. And he hit mm. the motorbike. I, I yeah. was in the traffic for you, that, in unfortunately. The traffic, you know, I was, so yeah, it was awful. Like that, that's, I mean, the person at fault there is the guy that didn't have his cargo yep. tied down. Tied down, yeah. You know? yep. Although they're saying he didn't, strap broke, so... Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to say, isn't it, yeah, really? Yeah, just it's I think, hard to say. Do you know what blows my mind about um, motorcyclists is how many of them you see on the road not wearing protective gear? Yeah. Oh. Going down the highway at like 110, 120k an hour. And, and yeah, and I'm like, okay, fine. I get that we're in a hot country. We're yep. in a place that gets very, very warm. Yep. But like the chances of you coming off a bike and actually having any form of safety there if you haven't got at least some level of protection like don't people realize yeah. exactly what happens get like a banana, mate. i've yeah, i've still got a bruise like a very very faint bruise that you can see up the back of my leg where i came off a bike um and i was only doing would have been about 20 mile an hour at the time because i was back in the uk now this is 20 odd years ago so there is still is 32 35 yeah days, yeah right? so and i've still got a slight bruise at the back of my leg and i was wearing protective clothing yeah. so i hate to imagine what you do to your body if you weren't mm. wearing that I, like, i've seen people blows my mind the ride motorbikes in thongs yeah you yeah. come off a bike at 40 k's on thongs yeah you're, here we you're are in, you're in trouble here we are mm. with with no pins yeah, yeah. right i mean tashes doesn't work and then there's these people who, oh, well, it'll be right. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, they're taking life for granted and taking, oh, and taking their things aren't for granted yeah, that yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Well, sorry, go on. Go, go. You go. Oh, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, it's, um, yeah, it just, it just you see some people and they're like, oh, you know, I'm allowed to do this and I'm allowed to do that. But, yeah, but where's the common sense? Like, yeah. Mate, if we could bottle common sense, we'd be bloody <laughs> <millionaires>. <laughs> oh, I reckon. Well, before we move on, I'm going to say goodbye. 
Oh, Absolutely. okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Oh, mate. You yeah. know, thank you so much for having me. Mate, thanks I for I would being like here. to do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll you know, have you and, back. And we'll extend and we'll I'll join you for the for the whole show. Absolutely. Yeah, co hosting. Yeah. Um, it'd be absolutely fantastic. So we've enjoyed having you on, mate. Thanks, Thank mate. You. We're, our next subject was actually going to be the NRL, but we'll. Um, oh yes, please save yeah. that for when I'm here. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I can do that. All right, uh, uh, all right, thanks, mate. brother. Thanks for thanks, thanks for being Bobby. here. Yeah, <laughs> air, air, air fist bump. <laughs> all right, JC is leaving the building. Yeah, the whole motorbike thing. Like, I I get people's choice ride bikes. I get I get all that. I just. I know. Like I, I, that there are many, 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 many safe riders out there. There yep. are that people that um, you take it seriously and understand yep. the power that I was going to yep. say the power, but be- they've got between their legs. It just wow. sounds so okay. bad, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah, not exactly what I mean, but you you get where I'm going yeah, with this. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, you know, and that 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 have a healthy respect for the you know for what they're doing, yep. but. It's um, it's crazy the number of people that don't that that no. just um don't respect themselves or the people on the roads with them mm. either. And the, you know, and the same goes for anyone driving any kind of ve- vehicle. At the end of the day, you're you're controlling something that is essentially a weapon. Yeah. Um, mm. have have a few thoughts about the other people that you could affect, and you know, particularly your loved ones for yeah. by driving or operating your vehicle like a fuckstick. Yeah, and I just, and it is, you know, it's not just you. Okay, you die and whatever else, but you know, it's it's the person. You, that you're dead. You don't know anything you about come it. Off the bike, and somebody else hits you. That and that person survives. Then exactly, they've got to live with that for the yeah. rest of their lives. Your family has to live with it for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um. Anyway, it's very sad, really. Shall we move on? Yeah. Well, the good news is we've only got two more sections to go and we're an hour and three minutes. So Hey, so we're doing okay. Considering our last one was an hour and 45, we're actually doing pretty good. And this live actually started a little bit before we started the show, so we're probably about an hour in. Yeah, 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 cool. yeah, yeah. cool. All right, shall we move on? Oh, can we, can we, can we, can we? I'm going to hit the button. Go and do it. It's the Marin of the day. Why did you just point at me when you said that? Because <laughs> I, I just did. It was it was a it was a visceral reaction. It was a reaction that just kind of subconsciously happened. It was a rude read, reaction read, is what it was. Read into that whenever you like. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Can, can we just okay? Yeah, what? yeah what? You, know, you know what? what's coming. You know what's coming. <laughs> All right. You want to point at me, I got a bone to pick. So, Natasha relies on me a lot of the time to drive her places, and that's fine. That's what we do. Picked Tash up this morning from her place, got in the car. And so, for those of you that don't know, I put Tasha's chair in the back of my car, then I get in the seat, then pull my chair apart, put my chair in the car. On the got back seat. On the back seat. Got Tash's chair in, got myself in. We're about to go on. Tash goes, I don't know where my keys are, my house keys. I'm like, oh, okay. So we're looking everywhere. And then um, we we figured out they weren't anywhere where we were. Well, so we <laughs> thought. So I'm like, okay, I'll go inside and in back into your house, see if I can find them for you. Tash gave me a whole bunch of places to look. I opened the door, put my chair back together, jumped out of the car, went back inside Searched everywhere, she told me. Turned the place upside down. 
Sorry, Chris and Linda. Uh, and couldn't find them. Went back out. I'm like, dude, I don't know where your keys are. What? The? She's like, they're in my chair. They were with her the entire fucking time. Yeah, you failed to mention that you by the, when you came out of the out of the um, house and said that the keys you couldn't find the keys. You then had to put my chair together so that I could go and have a look in yes. the house. Oh yeah, that, that's <laughs> hey, you just stopping. I know you were just <laughs> digging yourself in deeper. <laughs> I know you were digging yourself in deeper, but that's okay with me. Yeah, I know. I know I'm a dickhead, but I guess the 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 worst thing about it is that's the second time I've done something like that in about a week isn't it yes yes yeah. it is so the other the <laughs> other thing jesus whoops the other thing is so as most of you will know tash is a wheelchair racer and we require a special connector that goes from in between the our air compressor to pump up the tires on her racing chair to the actual tires it's just a valve connector and without that you can't pump up the tires it's Nothing you, you got can do. to pump it up, don't you know? No, pump, pump it, it up. anyway. Sorry, yeah, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this is and, uh, but do you know what I love about the 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 name of the um the valve the valve connector? It's called a crack pipe. It's called a crack pipe well, because it literally looks like a crack it, pipe for those of you who know yeah. who know what it's. I don't think that's officially what's called, but it's what everyone every, calls it. Every bike shop I've been to, they literally have it in their system as, as the a crack, crack pipe. pipe. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, couldn't find this thing. Uh, we. We went looking for this thing so I could pump up the tires in Tash's racing chair. Looked everywhere, looked and couldn't find it anywhere. And where was it, Tash? It was in the place it always lives. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have to add an, a disclaimer here. I can't see shit. So you're asking the wrong person to look for something in the first place. But it's a little black, little black pipe inside a little black bag. So... The chances of me seeing you it. always manage to f to to see things when I fuck up. <laughs> it's a skill. You got a nose for that sort of thing. It's a skill. Your eyes don't fucking work, so I might as well <laughs> get a nose for that shit. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, anyway, look. What can I say? Uh, <laughs> I guess. I guess. It, on this occasion, you are doing exactly what I did to you the other week for this yes, segment I'm and throwing me under the bus. <laughs> yeah. Well, I shouldn't call you on your bull. Um, on, yes. It's not bullshit. It's I'm, I'm it was a genuinely big mistake. Genuinely large. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. No. But what I, I love about most about my mistakes is they generally make your life harder. <laughs> Suck. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. All so right, next time I'll just get your chair out and make you go looking for so it. So does that mean today then that I am the moron of the day? No, no, no. Actually, I just wanted to make that. I just no. Okay. But you know, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. No, because um, this one's going to be real quick because okay. um, I just because I don't know the background story to it so much, but you just um, wanted to talk about this because it's kind of funny. Because it's just it's hilarious. just ridiculous. And so also. For those of you that don't know, I am Tasha's wheelchair racing coach, coach athlete relationship as well as we do this, and and um, which gets us talking about the coach athlete relationship. So, for those of you that are local to the Gold Coast or Queensland and in, in Australia, you might have heard of the Brisbane Broncos. I think the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, Selwyn Cobo was on a podcast. I think it was a podcast. Brisbane Broncos are an NRL team. NRL National, National Rugby League yeah. uh, football. Uh, for those of you that uh, live overseas and don't know. Well, if you say football to anyone living overseas, they'll actually think of football, not rugby, as you mean here. Nah. Yes. Fo football Football is football. Soccer 
is can I, not. Can anyway, I get on with it now, please? Yes, yeah, sorry. I have to point that please, out. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Anyway, so <laughs> young Selwyn Cobbo was on a podcast the other day, and I feel like I saw them sinking some beers as well. I don't know if he was doing that or not. No, <laughs> yeah, that's, not never, that's never a good I'm thing. I'm not going to put that out there, but it, it looked like they were sinking some beers or somebody was sinking some beers in this podcast that he was doing this interview. Anyway, the question came up, and it was like, so what's – uh, Kevin Walters, your coach, like, is he a good coach? And um, young Selwyn basically said, no, he's pretty average. <laughs> yeah. so, wow. he's, so he's publicly said he's in an in a media interview, <laughs> my coach is shit. <laughs> and it's not like, you know, it's not like he's playing for a local side. He's playing for the Brisbane Broncos. Oh, you know? Jesus. So, so am I allowed to take lead from that and say that about you? No, no, I, I, no, I would never because you're. Actually you would a, so. No, I wouldn't. No, I, actually, I'll give you props. You're a good coach. You're a great coach. I appreciate. Thank you. You what? You won silver for coach of the year recently. Oh, I did. I did. Yes. Yeah. So big mouth, attack. <laughs> exactly right. Something like that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's my more another day. I'm like, who in God's name? I'm not religious, so I don't know why I said that. But who in their in their right mind? Calls out their coach <laughs> on a public social media platform. Someone that has verbal diarrhea and doesn't know how to have oh, a filter in the right, <laughs> right circumstances. I'm a bit like me, really. Yeah. <laughs> Who does that? I mean, for starters, there was no way old Kevy was not going to find out. So, okay, what has been the response of the coach? Do you know this? They, they've sat down and they've had a, a conversation and apparently they're on good terms now but can you <laughs> oh, can, can you, you imagine, imagine that conversation that <laughs> i would have like yeah would have liked to be a fly on the wow. wall <laughs> i could just imagine um coach what's his name kevin walters kevin walters that's yeah. it I, I do know something about rugby surprisingly but i just imagine him going up to Solwyn and going you fucking dickhead yeah <laughs> you absolute dickhead not only have you called out your coach but like you've let people in on things that are going on behind the scenes that they probably shouldn't be knowing about. I wonder if Selwyn's looking for um, recontracting. <laughs> I know, right? I think he's That'd be interesting. Every, <laughs> yeah, I think he's screwed just about every chance he's got there, unless, unless of course, um, old uh, Kevy's not going to be there and he's not part of the decision making process. But yeah, um, I don't that. know. I, I don't know. I'm I'm not privy to um, their contract situations either of those guys. So. Um, but I know Kevy does a pretty good job. Not so. privy to it, well, surprisingly. Uh, oddly enough, I'm not. <laughs> oddly enough, they, they don't consult me on this sort of oh, stuff. Well, they probably should. I mean, well, like you're coach Absolutely. of the year over I know, here. I know. <laughs> consult me, I will tell you what I think. You might not like it, but I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, rightio. All right. Shall we go on to something a little bit? So, basically, yeah. I'm the moron of the day along with this dude that Selwyn, said, yeah. Yeah. Selwyn, yes, um, you are. So, I'm not in very good company, really. Well... I no. Okay. Well, I guess I'll live with he, that. He called out his coach in, in public. And, uh, and I call you out every, every, every minute of every day. We, we've got a podcast that <laughs> basically revolves around it. Exactly so. right. Uh. <laughs> okay. Well, talking about people being slightly idiotic and calling people out and perhaps not being quite so kind, yep. we're going to talk a little bit about kindness now. <laughs> The kindness virus. 
that's all that you, your voice there is all like sunshine and lollipops and yeah. it's all very good. The kindness virus. The kindness virus. <laughs> so we're going to end this on a a nice note, like we are, like we, we are. like to. We always leave this segment till last. We're gonna, we're going to talk about a little bit about a, a um, experience we had with an awesome guy, um, and uh, and talk a little bit about. Paying it forward and and the idea of paying it forward, I think. Yep. Um. So young Natasha and I and actually my son, we were at um uh, the Fletch as I like to call him the Fletch. Um, we're at uh, Surface Paradise uh, Surf Life Saving Club. We were. Um, for dinner. Um, after we'd done some stuff. Last week. Last week, and um, anyways, I went up and I was ordering our meals, and before I could, a guy come up behind me, put his card down on the machine, and tap for our meals, which. You know, it was 60, maybe 60 bucks worth. Um, and I thought, oh, mate, you don't have to do that. He goes, no, no, I'm, I'm buying for you. It's, he goes, I love what you guys do. And I'm like, do you know us? Or <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I don't even know if he's seen us or knows us. or He might be a he listener. Was from, he was from Newcastle, wasn't he? He was, but he lives here now. Yeah, I asked him. Okay. I'm like, are you on holiday? He's like, no, I live here now. Yeah. So if you, if you are that gentleman and you're watching, you're a bloody legend. And you're you've awesome. Made it, and you've made it on our podcast. Yes, and and in and, and a positive way because most people that make it on here probably not quite so positive. Talking, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, um, yeah, so that happened. And then after that I went up and um, I, I went and got us uh, some drinks and sure enough he's come bounding along like full sprint to the bar. He's like, no, this is my, on me. And um, – wouldn't let us. Wouldn't let us wouldn't pay, let's for, anything. pay and, for anything. And, what um, a genuinely nice fella. Genuinely nice guy. And I'm like, mate, you don't have to. He goes, no, no, I want to. I want to. I really do. And, um, you know, I'm 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 not overly comfortable with that. No. Like I, I'm very happy to pay for my own exactly. stuff. Exactly. But it was just a genuinely really nice gesture and a nice thing to do. And yeah. Um, you know, life's expensive, so mm-hmm. um, you know, it it was nice that. Somebody was able to. Should we add a disclaimer here that apparently he's quite generous and, and has done this for other people yes. as well? But, um, I, I'm sure there'll be a few people asking questions as to why he was doing it for two people with disabilities and did he yes. feel sorry for us? But it's not. It's a My thing. My exceptional good looks. Yeah, I mean that's entirely what it must or have been. Or maybe they, they he just felt sorry for him to have been stuck to for dinner with me. <laughs> maybe maybe you thought I was halfway legless already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just yeah. a bumpy bunch. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very. <laughs> But no, apparently this this fella is very, very kind and generous and mm-hmm. has done it for other people in the past as well. So yeah. I just think that's such a lovely gesture. If, yeah. you, if you're in the position to do something like that, because it really does make someone's day. It, it, it's, um, it's a really kind, lovely thing to do. Yeah. Um, and... Well, we we decided as a result for that, and something that we mm. we like to do anyway, that paying it forward yep. is is our our aim for um mm-hmm. for this week. Absolutely. So when you know the whole premise of paying it forward, I guess, is when some something does somebody. Somebody, somebody does, does so- somebody. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> this this podcast is taking uh, a whole. There's new a reason stance. why this podcast <laughs> has an explicit rating. Uh, when somebody does something nice for you, um, you know, do you, you pay it forward. You know, you you then in turn when do a kindness for somebody. Do else. a kindness for somebody else when you have the opportunity, and you know, it doesn't have to cost a million dollars or. You know, be super expensive, but um, and it, you know what? It feels bloody good to do it. It does. It, it does. Really does. And you know, both you and I 
believe in in doing this anyway yeah, in yeah. being genuine and helping anyone in any way we can we we often give time and yeah. and, and our energies to yeah, helping 100%. other people because you know we're, we're we're in a blessed position but yeah. um it's 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 so important that if somebody does something kind for you something nice for you that yeah. you that you return that favor in some way not necessarily to that person but to somebody else to try and give a little bit of light and happiness to their 100%, life yeah and it, it sure as hell put a smile on my face and, yeah, and ours and it did and you know it was really cool because i got to we got to explain to fletcher exactly um you know that there are some really nice people out there who yeah. choose to do, do nice things but in turn for that it, it's really not it's really important that um you do the same for other people yeah, and if um, that was a good lesson for a six a, six year old boy 100 yeah. percent. yeah it was great and I'm, I'm really really grateful um you know as his as his dad i'm really grateful that i got the opportunity to yeah, exactly um, oh, and you as his tashi as he likes <laughs> to call you i know i'm so <laughs> blessed to be called his tashi it <laughs> makes me smile every time uh, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah so uh you sir are a bloody legend yes and, thank um, you if you are watching yeah absolutely and um so th yeah pay it forward if, if you get the opportunity to do nice things for other people um you know you don't know what kind of day somebody's exactly. having and um you they, they may be going through some terrible yeah. traumatic shit in their life or just be having a really crappy day and that one act of kindness has yeah. the chance to not just turn their day around but if they are going through that kind of terrible experience in their life it can really change things around and put them back on the right track again 100%, so yeah. you wouldn't think such a simple act of kindness could do that but mm -hmm. it, it truly genuinely does yes yeah yeah so i got to I've got to have a, I've got to have a think about how I'm going to pay it forward. And so if you have any, if you're watching and yes. you have any suggestions, drop it in the comments box. Absolutely. Um, because um, I've got a few ideas, just, you know, paying for meals and stuff like that. Um, if you've got anything uh, interesting or any cool ways that I can pay it forward, um, I would love to hear what your well, ideas are. So we can both pay it forward. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We do everything as a team. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I've completely forgotten what I was about to say. It was really are important. You, are you, you're not having another hypo, I don't you? think so. Oh, I'm my just God. Here. Well, my eyes are sat next Diabe to me, so... Diabetes <laughs> strikes again. No, 6.8. Okay, you're, you're alive. I'm alive. It's I'm all alive. good. I'm well, and I feel great. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm well, okay. and I feel... Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Shut up. Yeah. That you know the listeners going to have no idea what that is. I don't, yeah, I don't care. It was a cool chant. <laughs> hey! Think we're We've done. Just got through a whole episode, and we're not too badly behind time for once. <laughs> yeah, go us. <laughs> Ruby's over there, just <laughs> pumping and going, "Go, you guys." So, uh, who do we know who we have in ne next week's episode? I uh, know I've got a few. Uh, uh, we've uh, we've got some ideas. I've got we? some good okay. ideas. So, right. um, make sure. So, uh, if you've liked what you've heard today, or even if you haven't, still. Drop us a like and a, and a subscribe. Yeah, subscribe um, to us on, especially on YouTube. We we want to get some more subscribers on there because mm. um, we're good at this shit. <laughs> right, yeah. We are. Well, I, I I think we are too, yeah. but you know, I don't. I don't care that, what anyone that, else thinks. That shows in whether people subscribe and people I know like exactly what we right, do, which is so. why we need to get them on. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> like, subscribe, and uh, if you if there's anything you want us to talk about on our next app. Uh, oh, please, please feel free to drop us a line. Drop us a line. Uh, stick in the comments box or uh, send us a message. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time, guys. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Well, that's a wrap for this week's episode of Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs. As always, we'd like to thank our studio guests for joining us. And, of course, to the legends at Pobfire for making all of this come to life. 
If you like what you've heard or even if we've offended the shit out of you but you still want to hear more, make sure you hit the subscribe button and also check out our Insta page twocrips.oneparoflegs and you'll be the first to know when a new episode drops.